beautiful humans. Welcome back to another episode of the I Like Birds podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rippy, and this podcast is dedicated to the non-believers, the confused believers, and the true believers, because I, at one time or another, was all three, and I'm here to help you get a better understanding of who Jesus is and what he's all about. Let's grow in our faith together. You learn as I learn. I like the Bible, and I like words, so therefore, I like birds. Let's start the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the I Like Birds podcast. I'm your host, Zach Rippey. I have big news. This is the first episode that we're ever going to put out that's going to be video and audio. And I say that because it's episode 50. And it's a super special episode because I sit down and I have a conversation with a man who I look up to. He is a spiritual leader. He is a colonel in the military, in the army. He is a beast. He is straightforward. He is faithful. He's a great husband, a father, and a true spiritual leader in a world where we desperately need that amongst our men. Uh, It is my best friend's father, uh, Armani's dad. Uh, His name is Paco Alisea, and I hope you guys just really learn from this conversation that we had. I hope it makes you think, hope it makes you feel like the way it made me feel, and I hope it entices you to uh, seek the Word of God a little bit more. I hope it it rises you up in your faith, gives a little fuel to your fire, and I hope that uh, with this message you pray more. I hope that you spend more time with your family and your friends and you hug them tighter. I hope you spend more time with your kids real time, doing activities, and I hope you love it so much that you subscribe to the show if it's your first time here, and you come back to find out more about the show, and uh, you share the show, and you just love what we're doing here at the I Like Birds podcast. You'll see behind me, I got uh, the canvas up of the I Like Birds uh, that my sister-in-law made me. I got my family back here, as well as uh, the John Lennon record that my father gave me, And this painting right here is from Africa uh, that my wife brought back for me when she went out there for a missions trip. And the lion is just because, you know, you got to be a lion in the world of sheep, right? And uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It's the first one that's going to be on video. Uh, If you're here for the audio, it's going to be great too. You're going to love it. Uh, And that's about it. Hope you enjoy it. And don't forget to subscribe and share the show after. Much love to you guys. Uh, If you want to hear, if you want to see the video and you're listening right now on audio, you can go to YouTube and make sure you subscribe on there. Uh, I like Verge Podcast. Super easy. Uh, subscribe on there because this is going to be the launching of something special. We're going to have guests on a little bit more frequently. And we're going to have the videos up there so you can have a visual of us communicating back and forth. And it just makes for a great experience. I love the Zoom platform that is available to us. And I think we should uh, capitalize on that to reach more people and more people to hear the word of God. And I just really hope this uh, this conversation reaches a lot of people and it touches your heart and makes you want to open up the word of God a little bit more, pray a little bit more and love your people a little bit more. Uh, thank you so much, Paco, for coming on. And here's our conversation. Enjoy. How's your Veterans Day? Oh, great. Great. Uh, we, you know, the kids are always surprising me with uh, little things and I. Uh, I am really, uh, truly blessed that I uh, have them and, uh, and also Daisy, you know, to, to be with me and, and Gigi to be with me. So uh, wonderful day that we were able to be together. And, uh, you know, we want to congratulate and we also want to want to do a shout out to all of our veterans, you know, that, yeah. that are, have served, that, that gave the ultimate sacrifice, that are still serving. Uh, we bless them and bless the, we ask for blessings for them and blessings for uh, their families, you know, because military life is, is not easy as you probably heard from other, other veterans. Yeah, for sure. I see behind you, you have, um, you see, it looks like you have the logo behind you there as well. And you have, I see your, one of your many hats and you were army, oh, yeah. you were army, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, the army emblem. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Frank, uh, Francesca gave me that uh for a birthday i think it was last year and uh obviously it's going to go right up at the top the the hat that you see or that's uh, the last one i wore in the army and uh, it's got the rank on it and that's uh memory forever yeah i see um i see that and i i I must ask you what what rank were you i know you were high up there 
Oh yeah, I, I retired uh, from the army as a as a colonel. Ooh, uh, 06, 06 colonel. So I want to thank you first of all to allow me to be a part of your podcast. You know that I I see that you've taken off in this in this uh, initiative you've taken and and this journey you've taken, and I want to congratulate you first. Yeah, thank and you. foremost uh, for taking on that that journey and I've always I pray to God to help you in continuing to uh, move move forward in this in this journey of yours uh, with this podcast which I know will have an impact on many people that are able to listen in mm-hmm. and, and I, I, I certainly will help you to you know get the word out to come to your podcast and, and listen to all the, all the sessions that you have and understand today is number 50. Yeah. Number 50, big five. Oh, you know, it's, it, it's not a coincidence. I don't know if you knew this or not. No, it's not a coincidence that we have, uh, that I'm part of the, this session 50 because it was 50 days ago. Oh, that, really? That Armani had his, uh, had his uh, stroke, you know, over there in, in Tennessee while he was doing his, uh, his vacation. Uh, so it's not, not a coincidence that we're, yeah, you know, that I'm part of number 50. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. That's so cool you shared that with me, man. And I know you're a numbers guy. I can tell by uh, just some of, the, <laughs> some of the things we've spoken on. You're definitely a numbers guy. And uh, even from your, your, your speech at um, the Celebration of Life, you, you intertwine numbers into what you said. I think that's beautiful. I'd love for you to tell me a little bit about uh, your journey as far as like your your military background what made you want to join a little bit of family history as well as your faith journey if you don't mind sharing that with me just because I think your story is fascinating Armani's kind of touched on it a little bit with me and I knew your rank and everything I just wanted the people to hear uh, from you and whatnot uh, just your story because I think you have a fascinating life and I'd love to hear it um, told in your in your uh with your voice. Yeah, my, my, my story is uh, in it, certainly a, an interesting one and, and maybe one that many people want to hear about. And, you know, all of us in, in our lives uh, go through trials and tribulations and all of us have a history of some sort of where we came from and to, to where we're at today. Uh, my, my young life uh, began in the, in the military as, a, as an army brat. I was, my dad was in the military in the army and when I was born uh, in a military base in Puerto Rico, in San Juan, Puerto Rico, at a military base. And then, you know, uh, shortly thereafter, we, we moved to, to Germany. And that's where my brother was born, in Germany. Again, uh, the, the military life is, is not easy with all the different uh, uh, jobs that we have and all the movement that we have to make and from one place to another. Then eventually, when I moved back to Puerto Rico, while my dad continued his uh, service to the army. So I lived in Puerto Rico for most of my, uh, you know, grade school years, uh, all the way till I was about 13 years old. So I lived in Puerto Rico with my, primarily with my mom and my grandmother. I, I didn't see my dad much as he visited us once, once a year primarily during the Christmas, New Year's holidays and in, in that one, two weeks or, or three weeks. And it, it, was, uh, it was tough, I would say, because as I got older, you know, I was eight, nine years old, 10 years old, I could, I could tell by then, you know, what was happening and, you know, ask ourselves and ask myself, you know, why does he have to leave again? Mm-hmm. You know, we look forward to him coming in, but then obviously we, we, uh, we were sad by the fact that he had to, to leave again. So I, I lived most of my uh, uh, early, early years uh, without the presence of, of my dad. But I had my mom and my, and my grandmother, who are the pillars of my faith, mm-hmm. they uh, were really uh, hard uh, on me and, and my, my, other, my sisters and my brother uh, with, with you know, the right uh, upbringing, with discipline, focus on school, focus on going to church, uh, focus on prayer, and, and focus on doing the things the right way. And, you know, I, I barely ever got to, to play any sports or, or be a part of, a, a, of some, some little league or, or, or any of those uh, other activities 
that you that you normally see uh, you know children go through uh, mm-hmm. in as part of their lives but you know hindsight looking at it, it it's okay uh, during those times uh, we didn't have much uh, as far as uh, resources uh, whatever our, our dad could could send to us to to you know to get by was what we live with Mm-hmm. Uh, we we always wore nice uniforms to school. Uh, we were well dressed and, and well disciplined by our, my grandmother and my uh, and my mother. You know they dragged us to to go to church. You know grabbing our ears to pull us pull us out of the house to make sure that we were at church on time, listening to the word of God. Even though sometimes as young kids, you know we not fully understand. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what, what was happening. Uh, so that's kind of the, the the outlook in my first, you know, I would say from uh, from about three years old till about 13, 14 years old. Wow. And let me ask you, since your father was gone, uh, my mother was gone a lot when I was younger. She worked as a as a traveling ultrasound technician. Uh, so she was gone from two weeks at a time, three weeks at a time, be home for a week and then leave again. So uh, I lived in this place of const- constantly kind of missing my mom. Did you feel that way with constantly missing your dad? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. As I got a little older and realized, you know, that, that, you know, he was there for just a month and then leaving again, it was really sad to, 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 to experience that. And I, I never forget that when he would try to leave um, during a, uh, let's say, uh, uh, during, while a celebration's happening. Three mm-hmm. Kings Day is a big, it's a big celebration in Puerto Rico. That's normally on January the 6th. And and that's when he would kind of sneak out, you know, in the middle of, of this, you know, party and celebration that was happening that he will always uh, orchestrate and he will always put together. But then we knew he, he'd be gone after that. And, yeah. you know, and it was, it was, it sat in not only me, but then my sisters and then my brother, as we got older and realized what was happening. Uh, and I, I certainly we missed him. Yeah. And, you know, what's interesting to me is I'll, I'll bring this up and it's, of course, it's going to be heavy, but uh, as you know, my son Noah is, he lives in South Carolina for the school year. So I see him on the summers, winter break and spring break. And if you do the math on it, it's like in the 20 percentile of the year I see him, you know, and it's interesting to me, the more I know God, the more I realize that my childhood and my upbringing of missing my mom prepared me to be able to handle missing my son as well. And I feel like you're in the same boat with that now with, with the passing of Armani, like maybe you're, maybe God set you up in that way to be able to handle that emotionally, you know, by giving you that missing of your father to not being able to live this life with missing a son as well. No, no, absolutely. And there has been other, other events in my life uh, and other trials in my life that had prepared me, you know, continues to prepare me for things like this. Mm -hmm. uh, I truly believe and and certainly uh, at an early age, uh, you're right. That, that is something that uh, you look back now, uh, and and it seems like it it, it coincides or makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, because again, uh, after we got together uh, later, in I was already in ninth grade by the time we you know we got back together as a family, where he was stationed uh, in Panama. We moved from Puerto Rico to Panama and lived in the Canal Zone. For some years, I graduated from high school there. Those uh, four or five years, you know, um, we made up some time being together. And later on, after I graduated from from college, uh, a few years later, then you know, I was inter- I entered the army, and again, we were separated again. Wow. Um, so, you know, I spent maybe maybe eight to ten years together, maybe during that time. Um, which is a, a critical time when I was, uh, you know, coming up, uh, teenage era, and going into uh, from high school to college, and then college into into the military. Mm-hmm. And certainly during those during those times, he uh, took advantage of the time, and we spent we did a lot of things together. Mm-hmm. We spent a lot of time together. I even helped him, you know, and some of the second jobs that he had. Uh, to try to make ends meet. You know, we lived in, at that time, we lived in St. Louis, Missouri, when I helped him um, in his, in his second job, even outside of his military job. Yeah. And, and he, you know, he showed me uh, perseverance. He showed me professionalism. Uh, 
you know, he showed me that, you know, if you stick with it, you can, you can make it to the top as he did. Great example for me because I, I had that same mindset you know, as, I, as I was uh, looking at going into the military. I really uh, enjoyed all about the military. And that's where I ended up, you know, doing a career myself. Wow. And that's, I, first of all, I want to say that I'm honored to have you on this show because I've mentioned this a few times on, on episodes when we we're referring to what was going on in my life in regards to uh, just the passing of Armani and being in Florida and just experiencing that whole thing was a whole different thing for, I think a lot of us, I think, I think a lot of people have never dealt with something so close to home. So, so close in our hearts of the type of person Armani was. And I will say that uh, at being a student of the ministry, being a student of God, being a student of life, it's in, even just in fatherhood and, and being a husband to see your spiritual leadership amongst your family from the time that I first met you guys to throughout, you know, uh, when Gianna was being born and on the way and you guys just taking in Kelly, like she's your own to even just uh, the tragedy and uh, the passing of Armani. I got to just see, see you in such different um, uh, ballparks and I've seen you just handle everything with just such leadership and spiritual leadership that I just want to ask you, do you feel like you got that from your father or where did you learn that from? Or, how, how can you give somebody as a young father or um, a, a young person advice on how to obtain that? A combination of things, I would say. Uh, from the example of my dad, uh, when he uh, struggled in the military to, to make ends meet and, and make it to the top like he did. Um, from my mom and my grandmother, who both, as I mentioned earlier, uh, pillars of my faith in, in showing me uh, how to pray, showing me how important prayer is, mm. uh, showing me how important family is, and, and and doing things together and loving each other together, no matter with no matter whether you have resources enough to make it or not, as long as we're together, that's that's what uh, the importance is, and and love each other, and that's where I learned uh, from from them, and and again from my dad as well. And throughout uh, my, my life, you know, that stuck with me, uh, the idea and, and the knowledge to know that we have to pray to the Lord. And in the Hispanic communities, uh, a lot of the Hispanic communities also uh, pray for intercession to Mother Mary, uh, for her to intercede to her son in mm-hmm. our trials and tribulations. I learned that early on. I remember as a five-year-old, six-year-old, I'd be in the corner of my aunt's house where all these ladies are, are praying the rosary and, you know, just, just hearing the repetition of, of them uh, praying that has always stuck with me. And I've, I've always uh, emphasized the importance of uh, doing the rosary as a, as a, as a way of prayer uh, for our lives each and every day. Because again, we need that, whether we are in the middle of a trial or not, we have to thank God first for everything and then ask him for uh, you know, any, 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 uh, anything you want him to help you with in your life. Um, it's best to do it that way because we can't do these things alone. Absolutely, we cannot do them alone. And I think that, uh, I think you're, I heard that I think it's so amazing that you guys during uh, the quarantine and coronavirus pandemic, I remember hearing from multiple people in the family that y'all, you know, hunkered down as like, that's your little group. And that's, and you guys prayed together nightly. And I think that prayer, I'm starting to understand it more as I dive deeper into the word and just deeper into my, my relationship with God. It really feels like the most humbling thing you can do. You know, you humble yourself before God. And I think that that's why prayer is so powerful because you're connecting this earthly world with the heavens. You know, you're sending, you're sending that fire up in the, in the, into heaven and asking God to intervene and, and, and you're interceding on that level that is just so powerful. And, and you know how Christ says when we pray with uh, two or more, uh, he is with us, you know? And I think that you guys praying together is, is amazing and it's beautiful. Can you touch on what that experience was like? Yes, uh, during that time, uh, we wanted to pray uh, more than we've had in the past. So we actually put together something more formal as we would uh, share scripture in the morning, for example, 
uh, one of us will send a scripture uh, in the morning to keep us uh, moving forward and keep us positive because there were times where, you know, we either was not working or, you know, in the case of uh, George and Francesca, they were, they were uh, not working for a little bit mm-hmm. or, they were, or, you know, you had to really take so many precautions if you did go back go back to work and Armani in his case he he got to uh, work from from the house it was difficult to go anywhere we uh, we spent uh, quarantine we didn't see each other uh, for for some time uh, it, it turned out to be 40 days where we didn't see each other at all um, That's biblical. And, and through through prayer uh, we established this uh, nine o'clock p.m. Uh, prayer time where we would uh, send out a notice that it is time to pray and it is stop, time, time to stop what you're doing at nine and get on your knees or whatever you feel comfortable with in prayer. And normally we will send out scriptures uh, that, would, that we could use as part of the prayers. We share those. And then later on we will, we will discuss uh, those those scriptures as time permitted during the week, but we will make it a habit. You know, it, be, it became a habit, it became a, a routine to do it every day at 9 p.m. Not only with with our immediate family, but we also expanded it a little bit to other families where we uh, prayed wow. uh, at nine at nine o'clock with our families in Puerto Rico, our families in Panama, uh, some of our closest friends that we call family here in mm-hmm. Tampa and so forth and so on. Wow, that's amazing to hear uh, you tell that because it's interesting because Armani would share with me a couple of the things you would send him. And uh, he sent me over like a, like screen grabs of um, you sent over, I think, Corinthians. Um, uh, I don't know if it was Corinthians 13 or just a book in Corinthians. And I just remember telling Armani like, yo, that entire book is written by Paul. He's so he's so beautifully gifted in his words. And he's just one of the one of the like he's like Paul is like one of my biggest inspirations you know it's like Jesus and then Paul just because Paul the way he writes he really just hits your heart and he's he's bold and he's just straight to the point like he's not afraid to offend offend people and um so I just always loved that um Armani would share that with me uh and and now I see where it comes from I I see I see the bigger picture now that you explain what y'all were doing and I think that's so powerful and cool I'm glad I'm glad to hear that Armelian gives me goosebumps because uh and, you know, we're all here to help each other. Mm-hmm. And what he was doing by sending what I was sending, what we were sending, Daisy was sending, I was sending, yeah. or we, we receive it from other people and then we share it with others. Mm. Is, but he was evangelizing. He was yeah. evangelizing. He was sending it to you. Maybe he was sending it to other people yeah. uh, of his friends uh, that were on his, uh, on his social media uh, through chat or whatever, whatever means. And, and that's that's huge, and that's great to hear, and it's a blessing to hear that because that is that is the purpose, to get everybody connected, to get everybody to pray. Uh, in particular, uh, this year, uh, such difficult times that many have have gone through, uh, not only with COVID but other situations of losing jobs or or not having enough resources to to make ends meet. Uh, loss of property because of because of bad weather, you know, the, all those things that we we face, yeah. and in particular this year, is no uh, it's no different. I'm glad you mentioned uh, Paul. I have a story about Paul, not necessarily a story in the Bible, but it's one that happened here in our house, and it has to do with your dad. Your dad's name is Paul. Mm-hmm. I did not know that until the day after we returned from Tennessee. Uh, as tired as we were and as I and as uh, worn out as we were from the, the 10 plus days that we spent in Tennessee yeah exhausted uh, your dad showed up the next morning at our front door and he came in he came knocked on the door and, and we opened the door and I didn't know who he was he identified himself as Paul and then you know, later on, I, I realized he was your dad and, and we're truly blessed by him. And he said something that really touched all of us. Not only the fact that he brought two bags of food, one for Kelly and one for our family, uh, two, two bags full of, of food. But the other thing he said was that he, that he wished 
it were him that this happened to, that he wished that it was that it were him that it, that uh, this struck had happened to, and, and you know that that we cannot hold back our tears on that, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of love that you know that we see people sharing uh, throughout this whole uh, experience that we're going through right now. Yeah, uh, something that perhaps you were not here about in uh, news medias or, or or other outlets but it's something i i need to share with you because that is your dad mm-hmm. and we're truly blessed by him and we're truly blessed uh by you and you starting this this podcast and this idea of you know sharing the word and sharing these stories with other people because in essence what you'll find sometimes is some people some other people are going through the same thing yeah that we're going through um, since the, since the uh, experience with Armani, I've heard of two other cases or two other families that have gone through the same thing just recently. Wow! Young young boy, uh, you know, young or a young girl, uh, they lost just like we did, mm-hmm. unexpectedly. Yeah, but you know that's why we have each other to to help each other, and we have God to help us, uh, you know, move forward as I mentioned in, in my talk uh, that day. Yeah, and that's beautiful. And I, I, I'm so happy that, that you were able to share that, uh, that my dad did that. That's, and yeah, when I saw him, he came over, because uh, I know I don't see him a lot because I live in Texas and he lives in Florida. So when I was at um, our Airbnb, he came over one morning and, and man, uh, Armani's passing broke him. You know, and my, my dad's actually lost two, two children, one at six weeks when he was a young, young, young buck in uh, his early twenties to, to Sid's crib death and named Jason. And then he lost um, another one when I was, uh, I think I was 12 at the time. Um, Like right before, right before labor. So, uh, and then he said that he cried more for Armani than he did his own children. And uh, like, he was just, he was shaken up. He was broken about it. And it's it's because he knew Armani, you know, like he worked with us at Outback, my dad, I don't know if you know that. Uh, my dad worked with us at Outback and, uh, uh, you know, he was just, he was always rolling silverware and everybody, all the servers would pass him by. Kelly would come talk to him and uh, Kelly always treated my dad very well. So he always has high regards for Kelly. And then um, my dad came with us to a couple comedy shows with Armani. Like we drove in the car together and just had fun. And um, so, yeah, it definitely broke my dad's heart. And he, he came to the, to uh, the funeral and, he was broken up there as well. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's so, it's such a thing where it's hard to even wrap your mind around it. But how have you seen, have you seen the fruit of Armani's death? Have you seen people come into God in, in, in your eyes and in, in your stories of what you hear from people? Yeah, I think the uh, one thing I, I don't forget to mention uh, when, when you and, and, and Mike Lee live with, you know, we live with Armani together and you guys, to us, you became like other sons. That's the way. That's the way we look at it, because that's the way that God would look at it. Those are the eyes of the Lord on how we, how He will look at things. We're all brothers and sisters, uh, no matter where we come from. What I've seen is it, it, uh, in the case of Mike. You know, Mike is still calling Daisy mom when he when he talks to her. He he calls her mom, and and that is that is just just a blessing to see. Mm-hmm. Other 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 kids that, you know, calling her mom and 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 her love to towards you guys and 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 other friends that Armani had, uh, is just is just a, a true blessing and and uh, and and something that none of us can imagine on that that type of relationship that she can establish with young with young boys like like you and Mike and others. What I've seen. Uh, and being shared with me by Kelly is is the the messages that have come back through either social media or some letters or or cards that we received. Uh, a young uh, young young girl. Uh, her her name is Kathy from wrote us from South Carolina and and said to me that yes, I am one of those that that need to get you know, back into the Bible, back into the word of God. And she truly appreciated, you know, what, what I have said and what I've heard. And I, I also received another, you know, another 
message through social media that Kelly shared with me about another uh, young girl that, you know, gonna buy her first Bible, gonna start going to church, find a church somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if that's the purpose of this whole thing, then like I said before, we, we accept, because we have to accept his will, it's not our will, yeah. it's his will. And there's always a purpose and a good purpose for everything that he enables to happen uh, and throughout our lives. So yes, I have heard uh, some feedback of either through phone calls, cards, letters, social media, uh, about how people are gonna, you know, at least make it an effort yeah. to have, to establish a better relationship with God uh, as, you know, I spoke on that day. Yeah, and it, it really is telling, like my friend Olivier told me that, um, like, you know, Armani was, was so quiet and kind of passive, you know, in, in some regards. And it's just so interesting because my friend Olivier was sharing that uh, he put up on like one of his Instagram stories that something about God just being good. And then Armani responded like, yeah, he is all the time, you know, and like Armani, the fact that he was like willing to be outspoken about his faith more and more uh, as the the months proceeded after you guys started your your nine o'clock prayers and, and your and them studying the Bible individually, Kelly and Armani. And it's just so cool to hear that from from so many people. And I will ask you, does, does, did, did, I'm sure I already know the answer, but I'd like you to allude on it a little bit. Does, um, did this bring you and your family closer together? And do you feel that you guys are able to move forward in this better because you know God? Certainly, uh, we, we depend on God to, to move forward. And through prayer, uh, not only our own prayers, but prayers of many, of many others. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's helping us to, to cope and, and move forward. Uh, not easy, uh, certainly as we are now in a in the time of the calendar where you, you have a lot of gatherings together, mm-hmm. uh, celebrations of holidays and so forth, which makes it uh, more difficult. But we are, are truly uh, uh, in faith that the Lord will, will help us moving forward uh, through prayer, as I mentioned, and through you know listening to His Word. Uh, we continue to to go to to our our church, you know, our mass uh, every Sunday. Uh, Daisy and I have, have also gone to daily uh, daily masses uh, wow. <clears throat> here in the local churches, and and those were the things that make us strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that are that are there for us at the church. Uh, and, and, you know, sharing their thoughts and prayers with us. The many cards that we have received uh, from, from folks uh, and, their, and their words, all that uh, has enabled us to, to move forward. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's beautiful to see that we have a piece of Armani in little Gigi, you know, like the way she just looks so much like him. And I saw that she just had her second birthday and she was spoiled with love. Uh, so many gifts and just hugs and kisses and great pictures. So how was that celebration? Yeah, it was a mixed, mixed emotions. Uh, yeah. Certainly, uh, we would love, I'd love to have Armani there to see his daughter, uh, you know, second birthday celebration. Uh, I did I get to speak a little bit. It was tough to do so, and so was for Kelly. But we, mm-hmm. I'm glad that we were able to do that for her, and she really enjoyed that day. And, and we did as, as well. But, you know, there's always that, that thought in the back of our minds, uh, which mm-hmm. he was there. And certainly, henceforward, everything we do, we do not only in the Lord's name, but we, we do it with, with uh, our money and our thoughts. I, he also had a, uh, he had, you know, s- several quotes that he would uh, say. And one of them, uh, you've probably heard already, you know, to, to God be the glory. Mm-hmm. Or glory be to the you know be to God, and the other one he would say was let's go, you know let's yeah. go, yeah. let's go. So when I get up in the morning and I and something you know I have still that that feeling in my heart of you know not seeing his message in the morning anymore, or when I open up uh, my email account and I see some of his emails and some of the dialogue we've had in the past, certainly makes me you know my heart you know, hurt, mm-hmm. but 
just thinking of, of his, his saying, you know, let's go, it motivates me and gives me strength to, to you know, get on about the day. Wow. Yeah. He- hearing that makes me like think differently too. So I'm glad you shared that with me because, yeah, I still, I still struggle, you know, like I still, I think we all are. I think we're all still going through it. I think uh, I was talking to Kelly the other night and it seems like it sinks in in different levels every week. You know, it feels like a some part of you feels differently about it. And it's, it's just, it really is a process of, of grieving and you being so strong and, and the, the spiritual leader that you are and hearing everybody say their words about him and you having to, like, I just saw you just, you know, you were strong, but like you were, your heart was hurting for sure. And I'm just so grateful that, that uh, this family has you. And I, I think it's, it couldn't have happened to a better family, but also I think that y'all have the the resources and the tools and the, and the faith and the, and the positivity and the love to be able to be there for one another through this. Yeah. And, and, and I, uh, you know, you, you, you've heard of, of me enjoying to, to share scripture with people. And again, I was not like that um, years ago, but through the experiences that he takes us through, you tend to then pay more attention to scripture. At least I, I started enjoying scripture even more yeah. as God was talking to me through scripture as many things in my life has, has happened. I told a friend of mine the other day, if I look back, let's say 10 years ago, the last decade, all the things that happened in my family, you know, if I even go back 15 years ago, uh, when I had to have a, uh, a kidney transplant and where, uh, you know, I lost, I lost my kidney function totally. And wow. it was either dialysis or, or, or a new kidney. Many volunteers came forward. A good friend of mine gave me a, a donated a kidney to me, uh, Mr. James, James Wilson, Jay. Uh, you, you probably have met him before. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a miracle. It's a miracle that he, he and I were a match. And we're not even from the same family uh it's it's a miracle and, and and people are still in awe on how that happened the difficulty i had with the kidney initially uh you know it's another story to tell but that experience uh at a, at a young age of 49 that i had uh led me to to god even closer and led me to his scripture even closer i remember an uncle of mine that lived in, in orlando came to my to my room hospital room and he laid the Bible on top of me and he started reading the Bible uh, to me uh, with, a, with, a, with his friend. And that really hit me hard and, and really hit me to, to, to understand, you know, how powerful the word of God is. And that's why I started digging more into scripture and attending more of, of Bible studies on a weekly basis and started almost like my own, my own self study as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, of the scriptures and the messages that he has for you in all situations. You know, in the last 10 years, you know, I've had the passing of, of my mom in, in 2012. That same year, one of my sisters was diagnosed with breast cancer, but she, she survived. You know, and in 2013, I lost my younger brother to, to you know, bacteria that, that, that took his life. 2014, uh, you know, Daisy diagnosed with, with breast cancer and, you know, some other story there. Mm-hmm. And she survived that in 2017, you know, the passing of, of my dad, uh, 2018, uh, my, another younger sister diagnosed with, with Alzheimer's. And then here we are in 2020. So, you know, these are all trials and tribulations that our family has gone through. Mm-hmm. And with the, help of of the lord with the help of god and his wonderful love for our family he's helped us through these situations and he's going to help us through this one too i truly believe this one is hits a little bit harder Mm -hmm. a lot harder than the others for sure but he's going to also get us through it yeah and that's just a, a testament to your faith to everybody that's listening how powerful the word of god is and how loving god is to be able to put that blanket over you guys of peace and just clarity and, and purpose into what you need to be doing in this life. And which is knowing God and believing in his will. And, uh, there's definitely going to be some treasures in heaven with y'all's name on it. That's for sure. 
And uh, yeah. do, do you ever feel the spirit of Armani or is, or, um, is that something that uh, you, you've experienced yet? Or what, what are your thoughts on the spirit of, of Armani? Well, I, I am truly blessed that, I, that on the, the last day, the day that he left to go on this trip the day before, I was able to hug him real hard. I was able to kiss him um, real good. And, uh, and he did the same. I, <clears throat> all I ask is that, is that every, every parent and every child or do the same. Whenever you're going somewhere, wherever you're, you're separating each from each other, don't forget to hug and kiss your, your children and vice versa. Or even uncles, aunts, grandparents, what have you. Yeah. Give each other a hug. I know we're in the middle of pandemic and, and that's, uh, uh, we're afraid to do so. But if, we, if you stay within your family circle, uh, which makes us safer, obviously you want to you do that each and every day and every opportunity you get to hug each other and kiss each other. Yeah. You know, I mentioned scripture and how scripture helps us to get through these, these times. And we read in, in, in 2 Corinthians 4, 8, where, you know, Paul writes, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we're not crushed. We are mm. perplexed, but not drive to despair. See, those kinds of words right there are the ones that keep us moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. And when we were in Florida, you were talking about uh, being a guest on the show because you really have a heart for the young generation. Uh, as far as young generations, meaning, you know, people under 30 that are disconnected from the Lord and kind of just go along with whatever culture says is acceptable. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? There's a lot of... Uh challenges that young adults face uh, nowadays, um, ranging from peer pressure to just uh, s social media and, and what have you. Uh, young adults, I consider, you know, between 18 to 30, maybe even 32 years old, or maybe 33. Those, those are the years where young people, young adults have to make the most critical decisions. Mm -hmm. They make decisions about their education, they make decisions about their relationships, they, they make decisions, they have to make decisions about their employment, uh, they make decisions about their finances. And those, all, all those things are, are, are important decisions that they have to make. And, and I hope that there are parents that are helping them in those and there are others, elders, that are helping them in those decisions and guide them through. Those are not easy decisions. But when uh, young adults, you know, go, go on their own, leave their family and go on their own, maybe they buy their own home or maybe they rent a place and, and, they, and they go on their own, uh, they, they are challenged by many things uh, and may get away from, you know, keeping or establishing a relationship with God or maybe not go to church anymore or maybe just uh, go once in a while, maybe only go on, on Christmas and Easter, those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a challenge for them. And maybe they don't think about, you know, buying a Bible and, and digging into scripture and understanding the word of God, who truly speaks to us uh, each and every day. There are so many means uh, nowadays on how to read his word. It doesn't have to be directly from a Bible that you buy and have physically with you. There are many other outlets uh, through the media where you can receive the word of God and hear speakers speak about the word of God. Uh, but there are other challenges that, you know, young, young adults face and that may keep them away from, from, from doing so. Again, this is something that all of us need. It's like it's like it's like food. We eat three times a day. Mm -hmm. We need we need the word of God, just as we need food each and every day, no matter what age you are. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, when I was you know forty nine years old, I, I I started digging more into into scripture, into the word of the of of God, and I tell people, don't wait till you're forty nine to do that. 
Yeah. Uh, even though I kind of knew about the word of God and, and knew about his Bible, but I really just started digging into it until, until, you know, later years. And I think uh, it's important to do so, you know, right from the beginning. Yeah, for sure. And what, what can we do as believers uh, to actually help the young generation kind of know who God is or put them in the right direction? Yeah, there there are many outlets you can use through uh, the different churches that, that we have, you know, things like Bible studies, uh, seminars that are conducted by, by different churches, listening to, to uh, you know, Christian speakers uh, that, that uh, you know, also provide, you know, guidance and information about the word of God. And be involved in, in some sort of uh, group because it's, it's sometimes it's difficult to, to do it on your own. Yeah. It's best to do it in a group setting to, you know, to study the, to study the Bible, to study his word and what, and what the, what it means, because everything that we face in our lives, it's in the Bible somewhere. It is written somewhere mm-hmm. in the Bible and, and giving you guidance on how to do things. Do you think, do you pay attention to what's going on in the world? And do you see it as, I mean, I've read Revelation a few um, one time through and did a couple episodes on it because I was very just like interested and fascinated in it. And the Bible does say that it will get worse before it gets better. Do you see that this 2020 year is a pivot in that direction? Or do you think there's a chance for a revival of God to be instituted back into our communities and our, and our society and even our government? Well, well I'm hoping that, that this, uh, experience that we have right now in 2020 uh, with the pandemic and all has brought more people closer to God. Uh, I'm hoping for that mm-hmm. and I'm praying for that. Uh, maybe this is uh, one of the purposes of, 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 of what's, ha- what's happening, but it's something that we need to continue uh, no matter what community you're, you're in. Uh, no matter who we, we have in charge in our, in our society uh, physically, uh, God is in charge of everything, yeah. and that's what we have to uh, go to and, and trust in everything that we have to do, even at the lowest levels, down at the, you know, family level, uh, where you know, dad, mom, and two kids, focus on focus on the Lord, pray to Him always, uh, exercise those uh, on a daily basis, and then perhaps uh, be involved in your church, which now you're talking the community uh, mm-hmm. abroad praying together as a community, doing Bible study as a community uh, or small groups and, 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 and listening to reflections of, of the word of God. And those things I think will help everyone cope with whatever trials and tribulations they'll face in, in their lives. But in all, you know, trusting, trusting him always. Yeah. And that's so true because I think we can get wrapped up in like what's going on in the world so much that we kind of lose sight of uh, how to how to just connect with God and how to just pray to God that he intervenes with what's going on in the world. He intervenes into what's going on with corruption. He intervenes with what's going on into elections and election fraud or whatever the case may be. Uh, and I think it's important for us to keep doing that. I do feel also that one thing I noticed about the the shutdowns and whatnot was when life slowed down, I felt like it was easier to connect with God. And I do feel, I will ask you, do you feel like uh, your life is slowed down even though the world is busy and that that's why you're able to connect with God on the, on the level that you do? That is, that is true. Uh, we uh, have seen, uh, the, the experience now that we we can certainly you know dedicate more time to God than we've had in the past mm-hmm. perhaps this is uh, something that we're, we can you know a lesson learned that we can see from this year there is enough time for us to dedicate to God not everything has to be go 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 here there go there go there it is always good slow down yeah. you know he gives you 24 hours a day but you have to be wise in how you use those hours. And certainly you have to make some time for him because he's giving you those hours yeah. uh, of, of the day. And it, it is essential that, you know, as individuals, as families, as communities, we dedicate time to him 
and thanking him first. First of all, thanking him for giving you another day. Yeah, for sure. Thanking him to give you another day. There's this, you know, you heard in scripture, uh, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. You know, Psalm, Psalm 118. Uh, and, and you have to do that every day because, again, tomorrow is not guaranteed. If, if you remember in, in Matthew 6, where he, tells, he talks about do not worry or be anxious mm-hmm. uh, about your life and all that. And that's, that's, a, that's one of my favorite scriptures. But I think he, he ends it up at the end. He says, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Right. And, and, and that's also uh, uh, something we need to continue to focus on as well. Not only thank him for that day, but do as best you can. Dedicate some time for him to, uh, that day. Dedicate the day to him and everything that you do whether that's work, volunteering somewhere, helping somebody out, do it in his name. And, you know, I think our lives will be uh, so much easier going through uh, each day. For sure. And I, I love that because it also alludes to the fact that today has its, uh, enough problems of its own, you know? Exactly. So, like, don't even stress tomorrow because today has its own battles, has its own things, its own worldly tribulations that are going to, affect your day you know but you can do all things with with christ who's in you and if you had to let the people that are listening know like one one piece of advice that you've learned over your years of just being a man a father and a husband and a son of god what what would that advice be uh i'll go back to what we uh talked about when we talked about my son armani Mm -hmm. and what we learned from him there was there was uh four things that stood out that that were clear uh, when people were speaking uh, about him. And it begins with humility. We all have to be humble, humble ourselves, understanding that, you know, we're not in charge, God is in charge. And I think, you know, if we're, if we're humble, we're able to better communicate with others. And then we'll have number two, we'll be, we'll have compassion for others. And scripture tells us uh, about, you know, doing things not necessarily for, for ourselves, but, but for others. And that's in Philippians 2, 3, 5. To do nothing out of selfishness, humbly regard others more important than yourselves. I think mm-hmm. if we can practice that as much as possible, uh, we would be, a, you know, certainly have a wonderful life, uh, you know, with, with each other. So humble yourself, have compassion for other people, understand their needs. And if you can help them, help them or find ways to help. And the other one was kindness. A lot of people talked about his kindness, his smile and how he was willing to help others and give advice. And when, whenever the situation was, was, was needed. And the last one was, was love, you know, love one another. Um, that's the most important thing out of everything. Just like, God has loved every one of us. Yeah. If we can just focus on those four simple things there, what I can think of top of my head right now from, from, our, from our experience with, with our money and, and what we learned from uh, his life, I think we'll be better off each and every day. Yeah, for sure. And I love how even every time you spoke, you mentioned praying before and after, you know, and I think that that has to do with a lot of things in life. I think it has to do with the way you start your day. I think it has to do with the way you, you end your day. And I think it's all the little moments in between where you need help with decisions, where you, you need to make the right choices. I think praying beforehand uh, on those choices, even if I have this thing where I talk to people on, uh, I like birds about like texting God, you know, when we text our friends, something so short and sweet, you know, like, Hey, uh, I'll be there in 15 minutes. Like maybe just text God before something, before you go into work. Hey, God, bless my section today. Please help me have a blessed day. You know, and then after you get out of work, hey, thank you for thank you for the opportunity to work and serve these people in your name. You know, I think that beginning and ending in prayer, I think was a powerful uh, thing that you have that you've said to the 60 people, 60 to 100 people that were there at the celebration of life. I think it was like 100. And then. Um, I think you said it the next day as well at the, at the funeral. So I just think that that's, that's powerful stuff. And I think that one thing I learned from you is, is that's, is that's the way to go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we pray before we eat a meal, we say grace, that should be a, a routine. 
-hmm. And we're teaching that to our granddaughter right now. <clears throat> she knows that we have to pray. We have to say grace before the meal. And she's only mm -hmm. two. Right. I, I had told Armani, and I, and I will tell Kelly, uh, mention it and remind it again, is that, you know, prayer will be in our family forever. And I want, I want to see, I want to see Gigi's great-grandchildren, you know, coming together in prayer. That's how important it is. It has mm -hmm. to be passed on from generation to generation. Absolutely. Pray before, pray when you start something, pray at the end of something. Pray at the beginning of the day, pray at the end of the day, and fit it in in the middle of the day, do so as well. And uh, like, like, like I said before, three meals a day, how about we pray three times a day? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, a, a good reminder for people to pray is when they brush their teeth. <laughs> Every time you brush your teeth, go ahead and say some prayers before or after that, or after you're brushing your teeth. That'd be a great, uh, that'd be a great initiative. We can start that. Yeah, we could, do like, <laughs> we could do like, we do a little, I like birds toothbrush. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. There we go. Coming up with ideas on the spot. I love it. But Oh, no, we, there's so many ways that we can uh, incorporate it uh, into our daily uh, routine. Uh, and again, uh, you've heard people say before, if you do something uh, 21 days or more mm -hmm. uh, in a row, it becomes a habit. It becomes a routine. Right. It's just as a matter of routines. Again, the nine o'clock I mentioned before, we didn't have that before. Yeah. We started it. it. It started it, you know, in March. It went on through April. Then it went on to May, and then it just mm -hmm. kept going, yeah. all the way, all the way to, to, to now. We're still doing it. And and what's interesting about this whole thing, is we had other people that you know, like we had a family that uh, had a, uh, this lady had a husband, you know, being affected by by COVID, nineteen. He was hospitalized in July. Daisy was, you know dedicating a lot of, we were dedicating a lot of prayer with her mm -hmm. we were constantly praying with her uh july august and september and then of course you know the, the what happens with, with our money again god was preparing us believe it or not yeah. we think back how he was preparing us for this through prayer and and, and you know sharing the sharing the the uh, god's uh, uh word um with other other people and other family members yeah he really was and, I, and that's the way it feels for me and I, every time i get into like a sad feeling about the situation i also really just see like what the impact he was having on on the impact y'all were having on each other through prayer and through scripture and through the word of god and the fact that armani brought his bible to tennessee and they were reading it on vacation you know it just shows like his level of commitment and his level of faith uh to god and it just seemed that that God was definitely preparing everybody's hearts and minds and souls for this situation. Yeah. It, it, his, uh, the night before, yes, he was, uh, um, reading the Bible. I, I remember right from Kelly it was in, uh, in the, in the gospel of Luke and, Luke, yep. and if that's just a blessing to see, uh, that, you know, we're, we're reading his word and it's almost like preparation and we all have to be prepared because again this this pandemic itself and and an amount of, of death that we've had over this past year is a confirmation that there is eternal life yes um there is eternal life and and we have to be prepared because again just like god um uh, decided what day we are born he also decides what day we come back to him yeah and we have to be prepared and we just focus on those things but i mentioned specifically you know loving one another mm -hmm. as god has loved you know love you it's it's huge yeah that is huge and yeah i i think about eternal life more often uh as time progresses you know and i think that the those thoughts are such good thoughts to have because you're you're really just focusing on being in the presence of god and i really do feel like when we're alluding to uh, busy life or slow down life. I feel like when you're slowed down, you do feel the presence of God more and God does become more in a relationship level because you are on a slower pace. And I do feel like heaven will also be on a slower pace. I feel like the time will be different there. And I'm just excited to get there. And I, I always think about it. And uh, this definitely has made me think about it even more and uh, my confidence in it and my beliefs of eternal life grow every day. And I'm confident in being able to 
to fully believe that. And I think that that's so important to have. And I think it's important for people who don't know Christ to actually get in the word to know Christ because he actually overcame death and he taught us and helped us understand what death is. He conquered it. And I think it's just so beautiful for when people do go to God and they finally read the gospel and uh, they get touched by, by the hand of God to understand things that they never would have understood without him. And I think that that's why God is so powerful, even just by giving us his word. That's all we need to truly know who God is. And I think that that's the most beautiful thing in the world. And I'm so glad that at 49, you decided to go deep on it. Yeah, absolutely. And I've had uh, the opportunity, God has given me the opportunity to speak about uh, my, my experiences and, and how powerful scripture is in, in different forums, yeah. uh, men's, men's conferences, seminars, where I have shared uh, my life experiences through scripture. And I, I just, just so blessed that I was able to uh, impact other men uh, in their lives uh, by, by virtue of having that opportunity to speak in, in conferences and would love to do so even more. Yeah. And I think that, that that can definitely be your purpose. And I feel like it is your purpose. And I feel like you're great at speaking and you're great at reaching souls and hearts. And I feel like people listen to you when you speak. And it's just, I'm honored to have you on this show. And uh, I've been honored to have Kelly. And I feel like her message that she said on um, at the funeral was very powerful. I feel like she's getting better with her words as well. And I, I told, told this to her that Y'all are a living testimony for God to show people and to help people who are going through something similar, because uh, even if it doesn't happen to you right now, it will happen to you one day where you lose a loved one that's close to you. You know, we all experience that someday, you know, sometimes it happens earlier than we like it to, but we're, we're all going to experience that. So I think it's so important for those that experience it and have the, the heart and the spirit and the, the leadership to share that do so, because that does help other people like you were saying earlier. Yes, yes, we're we're all children of children of God, and, and we all uh, we're all connected, and through prayer, obviously, we we connect, we'd be connected even even more, uh, and helping each other, and and praying for each other, and being there for each other. Uh, we're still receiving cards in here uh, in the house. We're still receiving numerous messages, and we're truly uh, appreciative of, of of all this. And you know whoever established uh, the, the the girl that the young girl that established the the food train for us uh, did a wonderful job. Again, these are all young people who are doing this stuff, and and it's it's overwhelming, and it's and it's uh, you know God's doing uh, through them and through their heart to be able to you know have all these people to help us as as we have experienced over the last couple of months. So if you're listening in, I wanna thank you, all of you who has helped us in this process, all the people that we met in, in Tennessee, all the people that we know in our community here, um, we're truly blessed by having you and for your generosity, uh, for your love and for your prayers. Yeah, absolutely, and I really did see uh, I really did see a lot of things I'd never thought I would see through this situation, you know, and um, one thing that really just broke my heart that it may not be a big, like a big deal to a lot of people, but it was a big deal to me is like seeing like the friends that me and Armani, me, Armani, Mikey and Olivia, we always went on like yearly trips together. And we had to cancel the one this year, of course, because of COVID, which was going to be uh, the bachelor party and whatnot. But we always went on trips together. And it was just so crazy to see us ha going from like, these like wonderful, beautiful memories to like seeing my friend uh, Olivier and Mikey set up his like little table, you know, and like putting tape on the on the the tablecloth and just going from like that image to that and just seeing like that's love, you know, and like I don't know, I just got to see like true love for for uh, my friend and your son. So um, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, I love you, Paco, and uh, I hope to see you every time I come down stop on by, get a hug from you guys and uh, just stay in touch and stay close and, and keep uh, keeping Armani's name alive and this, the, the name of God alive through uh, this, this, this passing and just this life. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much for uh, giving me this opportunity for having me on, on your, on your show and your, on your podcast. And 
I'll be, I'll be glad to do it any time uh, yeah. that you want me to come on or sure. any other folks that you would like to, to see come on. And um, we, we truly appreciate uh, you taking the time and reaching out to us as you always have yeah. and being there for us. So I wish you the best in this podcast. We'll pray about it, that it continues to evolve into what you want it to be and what God wants it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you. You're doing wonderful work in in relaying and evangelizing the word of God and, and the faith that God has over us and the love that he has for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we're truly uh, blessed by, by you doing that. Well, thank you so much. And it means the world that you say that. And uh, I pray for the same things and I keep praying for you guys in your heart and uh, this holiday season that's coming up. All right. So I'll all show right, you guys. So let's go. All right, let's go. <laughs> I love your smile. Keep it up, man. Keep that smile. It's infectious. Right. Keep your witty jokes. And um, I'll, I think this will be out uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm pretty sure Tuesday. I think I'll be able to edit it today and uh, get it sent out. So uh, I'll send you the link. Uh, you're cool if it's video and audio, right? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, awesome. I haven't done video, so this will be the first uh, video that I try to upload on YouTube. It'll be like you'll be the special oh. launch of video for the, for the platform. Since we're on episode 50, I feel like it's time to step it up a notch for the. Yeah. So just, just to make it right here. Uh, this is not a hat. This is a, it's an actual beret. It's a beret. beret. Yeah. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. It's I, think a beret. I, call, I think I called it hat too at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, Wait a minute. That's, that's a beret. It, it is a beret, which is, which is definitely you have some clout if you have a beret. So <laughs> that's, that's for sure. My buddy has um, yeah. uh, a maroon, a maroon beret. Am I saying that right? It's a, it's a, it's a black one. It's uh, the one I wore, uh, the, the last one I wore, you know, in my, uh, actually in my retirement, I wore that one. That's the last one we wore. That's awesome. Yeah. My, one of my best friends named Jeff, uh, he was 10 years paratrooper uh, um, and he has German wings. He was. Uh, yeah. They he, wear the maroon. Yeah. 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 So he has the maroon beret and um, he's just, he, he tells me nonstop uh, military stories and I'm actually going to go see him in a couple of weeks in Michigan, he just moved out there. So he just oh. got some land and we're going to do like some hunting and fishing and um, be awesome. cold and all that, even though they just put another small lockdown on Michigan, we'll still have some fun because he has property. Yeah. You know, so enjoy life. Like our money did enjoy it. Absolutely. But uh, you have a good day. Give Daisy and uh, everybody my best. Okay. Okay. All Same right. Here. Take care. Thanks Paco. Love you. Bye-bye. God bless you. Thank you. What a beautiful conversation. Uh, I enjoyed it so much, and I hope you guys did too. Uh, Paco is going to be a man that's going to keep on resonating and keep on reaching hearts for many years to come, and uh, his spiritual leadership is one that I clearly look up to, and I hope that you guys do too. I hope you learned something from today's uh, episode, and I encourage you to share it on social media uh, to get the people that that love Armani and love the Alisea family to hear it and the friends of Armani to just check in and see how his dad is doing and also to just see the kind of man that he is and the kind of man that raised Armani. And uh, subscribe to the show if it's your first time here. Much love to you guys. Thank you so much for listening to I Like Birds podcast. We'll see you uh, every Tuesday and Wednesday. And uh, check out the old episodes if you haven't yet. Uh, All of them are standalone for your benefit, and it really just uh, lifts your spirit as we go on and we tackle this crazy world. Much love to everybody that listened, uh, much appreciated, and uh, I will continue to pray for the Alisea family and friends as they deal with these, uh, these holidays that are around in the corner and uh, where we know how valuable uh, our friendship and our families are during this time, and uh, let's just lift them up in prayer. All right, y'all? Uh, my name is Zach Ripping. this is the I Like Bird Show. Thank you so much.